up same little high podcast coming with that energy you know but today we did it already <laughs> uh, uh, Kamal said it's your oh no I've done it again I uh, we've just done a 20 minutes of the first half of this podcast um just got back went to press play hear what we've recorded so far heard Heard nothing. Heard nothing because uh, somebody didn't Swarm press record. Great though. I look tired. Now I'm pink, so here we are. Here we are. Somebody didn't press record, which means you. the whole twenty minutes. Somebody. No, not somebody. Some you. somebody out there. Somebody didn't press record, and now we what just spent twenty minutes of our lives. Somebody. Ooh. Somebody love me. Is that what you're? Is that what you're getting at? No, I was just thinking. Isn't there a song called literally somebody? I don't know how it goes, nor can I remember. But I feel like I want to rock with somebody. Rock, 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 rock. I want to take shots with somebody. Shot, 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 shots. <laughs> I want to leave with somebody. That big tune. Is that yeah, what you there mean? There was no backup singer in that area, but is, yeah. Is that the one you mean? No, I maybe. Fair. I don't know. Um, yeah, somebody didn't press record, so we've just done a 20 minutes episode um, to, to ourselves, really. We just had a conversation, in essence, is what happened. We had a chat between ourselves. We'll call it a briefing. A briefing. That's true, actually. People do plan like podcasts way more than we do, so I feel like we have a substantial plan now. Oh, man. Almost, I, like, scripted. I'm I'm really... I'm not happy about it. I Like, the genuine passion that was, that was coming out about my falafel rap, like, I just... Can you remember way back in the day where your mic was broken on your phone, right? Mm. And so like sometimes it would work, sometimes it didn't. And you'd be recording like a Snapchat on Instagram or something. And naturally, like things were quite funny at home because Chris was living with us. So like just general mm. <laughs> madness happened. But it would be like, you'd miss the recording. There would be no noise. And you'd be like, and Chris and you would be like, let's just let's just record that again. So we were like, take sake. two action. <laughs> for God's sake, what we do for content, and it just I was like, oh, full performer mode now because yeah, I know, the, I know what's happening. The life of an influencer's tough. For real. Like you've actually got to like capture that perfect shot, and if you miss it, you need to go backwards and recreate these moments. I know. But yeah, I apologize. I feel like I feel like I've I've let I've let the team down. Give myself a round of applause there because I can't remember where any of my buttons are. That's what I was looking for. The way I remember that is the like the green, you know, like um actually you were just saying about calling yourself green. You know the wicked witch? Mm. I always think like, where, where, where Ah, thank you. I won't forget that now. Yeah. Ever. Oh, okay. Ever. Well, That's maybe, it. Maybe you start using a different sister it's no longer green. That's stuck in my mind. So welcome everybody to Aim a Lot High Podcast Part Two. But part one, because part two is in complete silence and it's just a silent video of us talking. So, what's up, everybody? It's been to be a... fair, now maybe I, I'll talk less. Because I feel like normally I ramble. You ran off so... of off of the, the stimulus and then... Yeah, so now maybe I'll be more like settle. linear in my thoughts. Fair. This fair. is why, very strange, but when I wrote my dissertation, mm. I wrote 20,000 words. 
and I'd take Especially it down 10, to 10. Especially 10, right? Yeah, oh, I'd take not, it down to 10. That's not so easy. I doubled it. That's what I do in my normal life as well. Like, I ramble and ran, and mm. then I'm like, okay, linear now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 20 to 10,000, that's no joke. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, even my lecturers are like, I've never seen this done before. Yeah, Wow. Yeah, it's a pro- it was a problem. That's it's always been a problem. Hot damn! Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, it's been a been a pretty pretty uh, busy old week, and it's only Tuesday on the day of time recording. Uh, yesterday we did the tour of the Moorlands, which is is basically like Stoke, but then you go right, and then it starts being Stoke, and it starts being the Moorlands. And I got lost, which was great, you know, mm-hmm. a few di- a few diversions behind tractors and all sorts. It was great. So I've got to get my shout outs to the Cheetah Academy, year 11s, uh, end on high school, year 11s. And of course, the Moorside Massive, <laughs> year 10 and 11s. It was a good day. It was a good day. Did uh, you see me pressing the button? <laughs> you, you, you just pressed my, but you did it so beautifully. Uh, respect, respect. To be fair, I wanted to give each one of their round of applause, but... Um, they ended up just getting one full through. Because it's quite far away from you. Also, you just, yeah, and yeah. you spoke quite quickly and my arms are really short. Fair, fair. It's like when you play Monopoly, the bank just sitting right nice and close to me out of reach because I don't trust any of these dodgy players. You live a really sad life when it comes <laughs> to games. Like, I feel like what most people see in real life perpetuates itself in games with you. You don't trust anyone in a game. No. No. Games to me, it's a game's really not a game's not. We're not here to play and have fun. I'm here to win. If we're playing Ludo, I'm taking you down Monopoly. <sighs> Yo, Monopoly's a different a different board game. Monopoly, I'm trying to destroy everybody. Do you know what I mean? That's is what it is. Make a little alliance if it'll benefit me. If it won't, you're gone. Simples. Which is little why gates out here. Which is <laughs> which is why it's banned in our house, right? One for uh, anti-vaxxers, just give like some some vaccines out there, get the players off the board. Good old Bill Gates. But yeah, it is banned from our house as well. Did you did you know that Monopoly's been banned in our house? I think it's been mentioned. Do you know why? Because of you, I assumed. No, oh, because awesome. yes. it's it's banned because I'm a I'm a champion. No, and I win. It's banned because Eliza's morality. Morality. Okay, I understand. Monopoly is basically just capitalism on heat. I understand yep. that, but I feel like sometimes values and morality should not leave. And like when you're literally like ripping off someone, mm-hmm. as like most people can see actually today, you're like the conservative government versus the people. Oh, no, and no, no. I when felt I, like I was the people. When I play Monopoly, I'm the energy company. So, right? That's, that's where I'm at. I'm, you're Putin. I am. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hot damn. You went, no, I feel, like, I feel like you went full communist mode right there. To be honest, when I'm playing Monopoly, I'm just there to win. And if that means you have to lose in a process, then so be it. They say it's like a capitalism game. I don't believe it, actually. I feel like it's a communist game because the more manipulative you are... Mm. The, like then every like this one person just owns everything like Russia and then eventually like there's just no I don't think I'm a manipulative no monopoly player uh, but at all I think I'm just sorry I feel like that's the, the whole reason we don't play it in this game I don't manip- I mean this house who who I don't manipulate I oh really I convince okay well there's a fine line isn't there between manipulate and convince and I sit on the convinced side of that line um no. I feel like you sit on the manipulative side of that line. 
it's not manipulative. If you if you're holding on to Park Lane and I've got Mayfair and I convince you to sell me that, and you get a free stay your next time round, you you think that deal is worth it? That's beautiful. You feel like you've won. I know I've won. Everyone's good. What's the issue there? Where's the manipulation? Exactly. exactly. I think we should bring Monopoly back. We should do a live game for everyone to watch and they can be the judge of how no, I won. No, no, I'm just not doing it. Like, sadly, that's like the one thing that like we genuinely do argue. <laughs> like, I feel like there's many things that we've gone through in life um, and Monopoly is probably the biggest serious problem we've ever tackled. <laughs> So, no, uh, it's not coming back. No exaggeration. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the last one, when we recorded it but didn't cancel it, you spoke about your rap, and I feel like you just need to give him a shout anyway. Oh, I so do, so badly. Listen. I've heard about this rap so many Basically, what happened, ladies and jays spoons, I went down to the Moorlands, right, and I did this, this we did a four-speech a four tour across three schools. On the way to the fourth school, um, Moorside High, I stopped at somewhere to eat, which I'm trying to find. It's really going to bug me because I really want to give them a shout out. But basically, it was this food bar, restaurant, grill place. And I went in just for some chips real quick. Quick stop, chips. Saw the little menu for, do you know what? I'm going I'm to take a chance. I'm going to get a falafel wrap. When I tell you this was the best falafel wrap I've had in my life. It was immaculate. Immaculate. I'm talking the fold with just the right the right thing. The falafel was warm. They layered the whole, I was going to say plate, but they gave it to me in a box. I needed to go. Uh, with spinach across the bottom. Oh, that falafel was beautiful. Then there was a box of chips. Now, you know, we take, we take chips and fries very seriously. You don't storm take chips and fries very seriously very seriously yeah 100 percent. i completely agree i've literally never anyone in my life that takes chips and fries more seriously than can't stop like it's actually outrageous and i feel like they've now created this cult where they've like bought my children they've bought my children into this like fries and chips game where now if i say oh we're gonna go get chips Hallie's like that's not chips actually that's a fry mm -hmm. so you're wrong and it's like oh my gosh like in the short amount of time you've managed to infiltrate my children's ideas they've gone against their main caregiver in this it's, yeah. it's, i mean hats off to you it's very very good i respect it and it's it's true like chips aren't to be played with their chips were beautiful man the chips were beautiful and my biggest frustration with places that sell chips is that they they always put the good chips on the top to trick you then the the chips underneath they ain't got no seeds they ain't got no flavor they ain't got nothing to them this place perfectly salted right to the very last chip i have never walked away from a falafel and chip combination as happy as i did on this day i was gonna go twice but unfortunately the, the oh oh children so it's just our, our children are, I don't know, possibly beating each other up downstairs <laughs> in the background. Never a dull moment. Never, never. These are the joys of running the podcast from inside the house. Sure, storm's warmer. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Is that not the whole point? Storm's a lot warmer. I'm not making to go outside in the garage in the car the garage. where you can see your own breath, right? The, the literal garage that has no heating aside from a little... My little radiator. Radiator that sits in the corner. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh my gosh. I've actually, I have managed to find this place online. It is called The Hollybush. The Hollybush in Stockton Brook. 
this restaurant so serves the best, the best, the number, <laughs> the number one falafel wrap I've ever had in my life. It was immaculate, it was beautiful, the service was fantastic, even the other patrons in the restaurant were nice, they said hi and, oh my gosh, what an experience, wanted to give you a shout out. Um, perhaps we can explore a sponsorship kind of thing because I would love for you to send over falafel wraps on the regular. Never had a falafel. You've never had, oh, we need to, do you know what? We do a lot of work up in Stoke. <laughs> Next time I'm in that direction, I'm going to bring you, we're going to go to the, the Holly Bush. So I think it's called Ego. Yeah, Ego at the, at the Holly Bush. Bush. So is Holly Bush the, the location? Ego at the Holly Bush, okay? Oh, it does We're sound going. nice, and there's cocktails on there as well. Right, look at look at look at they got a little outside little little beautiful seating area outside. Got their astro. In. Oh my gosh! But yeah, had to get that shout out. Thanks Very for reminding me. Very bougie place you to go on your own, isn't it? It's just to get some chips. <laughs> it was, do you know, what? and this is the thing. I hate stopping at restaurants, bars on my own in new cities. I don't like it. Doesn't feel comfortable. Not a fan. Let me go to a Starbucks drive-through or something like that. Took a fifty-fifty on this because it's been a busy day. Hadn't eaten. Was like. I'm sure they'll serve chips and blown away, blown away. So uh, Eagle of the Week, don't if we do that, we should start. Listen, Eagle at the Hollybush, thank you very much. And I uh, look forward to the sponsorships where you send us falafels every single week along with chips. They'll be cold by the time they get here, but it'll be worth it. So thank you very much for, for your hospitality and a wonderful experience. I'm going to go on TripAdvisor. You're right, I'm going to do it. Go on, get those, get those badges, get those rewards. People don't know this about me. I'm actually a, a specialist. Reviews. Well, no, you were, Kamal. You're not anymore. You keep saying that you are. You're not one now. It'd be like, I don't know. Did you say Bolt's did a great runner? Yeah. Yeah, great runner, though. But Lost he's another not, race? He's not now, like, Olympian standard anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's still the greatest runner ever, right? Greatest runner still ever. The, yeah, 100%. The champion of the world, the fastest man on earth. Are you saying? Well, but? I don't think that you were the the specialist ever. What I'm saying, you made is, like seven reviews. <laughs> I had clouts on TripAdvisor. Yeah, they gave me badges. You did actually have clout. A lot of people made decisions based on your reviews. Yep, got a little. This person thanks you for your review. This person, yeah, serious. But genuinely. I don't think you were the most liked though, or anything like that on there. Nah, potato, potato. I think I was. I think I completed it. So. I've got the uh, clip connected. Oh, your segue got cut. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh. Eliza did such a good segue. What it was now? What it, was it? I remember the word was speaking of relationships, but I don't know yeah. what the, what the, the sort of, how you got there. But I, I can't remember, but it was beautiful. Oh, it, it was, was beautiful. So good. It was smooth. Oh, that's so upsetting. I know. And this is what I mean. When you record for the second time, you miss those beautiful moments that happened. But. Imagine Eliza just did an amazing segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously, the TikTok is out there in the world doing its thing. Um, you can say what you like online in this here creator's economy and you can, yeah. No I, one... don't, I really don't like that creator's economy. What? It's just so weird. There is a You can always just say what you want. Yeah, I know. People a... might not like confrontation. There's a creator's economy. Life. People are making, you know, impact, making money off of just their creations there's a creator's economy you know it's like its own little world no it's not because well you'd hope they still pay tax i'm guessing it's tracked 
Well, you're getting paid. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. But I just feel like the TikTok is there and everyone can say whatever they want. And it goes unchallenged in the moment. Maybe you'll get things later on, but in the moment you can say whatever you want. This is leading to some very interesting messaging coming out. And I think it's one thing for messages to be online uh, and up there for people to view and then take with a pinch of salt and run through their own minds and develop an opinion. What I'm seeing though is some certain ideas are penetrating into the minds of our young people. Uh, this is a clip that Storm found. What? What? I don't think just, firstly, I don't think just young people. I think they're penetrating ideologies into most people. That's even scarier. And I think like, also that we've just known that for ages. It's why the like action or anything violent was an 18 in the past is because they did a study on, this is really boring, but they did a study on the band to doll and like mm. loads of kids. So kids watched like one, uh, action movie where there's loads of fighting and where like this kid was hurting a doll and then when they put the doll in front of them they also abused this doll okay. and then in comparison they had a bunch of kids that um just watched normal television and like took care of the doll and then they didn't hurt the doll like yeah. afterwards so it just showed that like kids were infiltrated by ideas that they see in a movie and then they take that out in real life well that's scary but yeah, but like social media is exactly the same, isn't it? You see something yeah. and then you're like, okay, well, I can go and do that in real life. Yeah, and uh, here's here's a, a little clip of what, what well, I'll, I'll let them speak for themselves. We're all planning on marrying Rich. Okay. That's it. Anybody, anybody have plans to plan for world domination? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. You're asking the wrong girl. Okay, all right. so how much, how much money do you want to make, roughly? Oh, I'm going to marry Rich. <laughs> All right, so M, B, or T, millions, billions, or trillions? I mean, I hope to make at least 100K. All right, well, do you have any plans to start a company? No. no. <laughs> I'm in the medical field. So. Okay, yeah, so what's your plan to dominate the medical field, to disrupt it? Get 100K. Get 100K? We're a media company, dollar sign empire. We're all planning on marrying Rich. That's right. it. Anybody... Apart from the the second lady who was like, "Hey, I'm I'm in the I'm in a medical field," you know, respect. I, I respect that. I like that. She's like, "Hey, I'm doing my thing in a medical field. I don't know exactly how much I'm gonna make if it's what it, what it is at the moment, but I'm in a medical field. I'm doing my thing. Respect that." The the rest of like the oh, I'm just gonna marry rich. What are you gonna do? I'm just gonna marry rich. Any plans to do something for yourself? Nope, just gonna marry rich. That idea, I'd love to look at that and just go, "Ah, oh, funny interview," but. It's, it's not, it's translating. I've, I've been in sessions with young people where we're talking like very seriously about aspirations, where you can go in the future, what you can do with your life. And they've, they've looked me dead in the eye and been like, yeah, I'm gonna marry rich. And I'm like, <laughs> no, seriously. No, that's my plan, I'm gonna marry somebody rich. Okay, what are you gonna do, gonna bring to the table? You're gonna get rich first? No, just gonna marry someone rich straight out. Cool, what are you gonna do with your time? Oh, I'm gonna spend the money. And it's like, in this time where you've got so many pressures as an adult and you've got this time as a young person to just work on you, develop you, develop plans, get aspirations, get goals and build yourself up. To have the goal of marrying someone rich without bettering yourself or anything like that baffles me, worries me. And I think it's such a waste of so much potential that we have when you're putting all of your future aspirations onto some other person. That's why that video annoys me. 
and all the videos like it and all these mes- all these messaging we're seeing of my man needs to earn at least 100k needs to have his own house needs to drive do you have your own house do you drive do you earn 100k because why are you demanding things that you don't have now i think you can demand character cre- character traits that you perhaps don't have but this checklist of things that you've never experienced what are you talking about? It's a fat green for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, but hey, that's, that's me. That's me. What do that you think? That was very passionate. That was very passionate. There's a lot of hand movements in there. Yeah, I saw some steam. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that was. You're pink. He was red. You know. There was yeah. serious steam. I'm yeah. impressed. What's your thoughts? My on? my concern stems from being completely financially dependent on somebody to an extent where they've now, they can control every aspect of your life because you are living, <clears throat> presumably, which would be the case, under their roof. All of the money that you have is from them, meaning you probably have to ask them for it, or your supply can get cut off at whatever point. Mm-hmm. And it's the like power dynamic for me, because straight away, they're higher than you, just basically off the fact that they earn all the money. So they have all the power in the relationship. And it's also like, what is the exchange? So you're here for the money. They probably know that. That means they are also here for a reason because you're not really offering anything that they can't get. Mm. Because you're going for someone who you know is like more successful than you, has got more money than you, has got backup plans. They can leave whenever they want and not have any real consequence. Whereas for you, you're stuck in a situation. For real. So my thing is like, it becomes very dangerous when you're a young woman who was seeing all of these like things online, like the whole sugar baby trend where it was cool to be a sugar baby. Mm. And they only show you like the shopping sprees and the money getting sent to their accounts. They don't show you what they're doing for it. And they also don't show you the dangers and the risks that come with it. So that's, it's not really from a like business perspective or a raising aspirations perspective. It's more of like human being to human being there are always conditions in these kinds of relationships where one person is quote unquote better than the other. And a lot of people don't say that. And that's why all of these young girls or young boys, whoever, are looking at these lifestyles and thinking that they're so glamorized, Mm. where they're actually very, in most cases, very dangerous and very toxic situations. Yeah, I think, I, I I agree with that. I think on both, like, I think, I disagree with Kamal a little bit. I don't think that you can't have, like, a really long list of stuff that you want. I think you can. I would just always, I'm always interested to go, okay, who's met someone that ticks absolutely every single box? Like you said earlier, you can say and do what you want online. Absolutely fine. The fact of the matter is a lot of people that I see with these lists are single (laughs) and have not had like super long relationships and are dating a multitude of men because they can't find somebody that that ticks every single box and I always find that they get um justified reasons from either other single friends or online single people that are like no you deserve more whereas if you turned around to most people in a relationship Unless it's, like, really terrible, they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Are you happy? Like, are you happy in their presence? And I think there's, like, a reasoning for that. I think when you don't have something or you're unhappy, you 
want to tell everyone else, oh, well, you can't settle for less because there's no options for you. Whereas when you are, you're coming out of a place of like, well, I'm fully happy and I know what I don't have and I what I do have. And so as long as you're happy, it doesn't really matter if they don't ha- if they don't have 10 of the points that are on your list of 15 because you feel happy and that's more important. Um, I think in regards of what she said, number one, if you're looking for a man to be a man and bring in all the money, then um, don't go out clubbing, don't drink with your friends, don't wear mini dresses and be a woman that stays at home, cooks and cleans for her husband. Um, if you're asking for a traditional man, you be a traditional woman. Mm. Full stop, end of story. Um, I don't really understand it. That at the moment, I feel like women argue the case that they can do whatever they want, but they want a man to earn money and be a man. And it's like, okay, well, hold on a second, because those ideologies can't work collectively together. You You need to somehow, like break a barrier somewhere so you could be earning more than the man and you can go and do what you want and then vice versa he could be earning less than you but still working still protecting you like there's certain balances that you have to find but I just think when expectations of men are so much higher I I have a problem with that I think um number two the control thing like you were saying is really worrying and frustrating and I've seen it before where couples have been together like I, I was privileged enough to surround myself with quite wealthy people and I've seen it where the man earns more in the family they have a family together and the woman is a stay-at-home mum but there is no control over what that man does with that money so when he lost all his money to gambling and they lost their seven bedroom home with a massive garden with a huge driveway and she had nowhere to go. She knew no one in the business world. She was surrounded by mums in a similar situation to her. She had no experience. She'd not been working for 18 years. It's like, well, there's a problem now because she's going to find it hard to get a job, especially in like their market, now slightly easier. Um, but also she's having to change her whole life around because and move her kids and downsize to a life that they've never expected before change schools for them because no longer she has the money to send them to private school and that's because she didn't have control of that situation I always think like what works for you now in the long term would that work for whoever you're deciding to raise if you want kids normally wealthy men want kids just as a generic idea um not all wealthy men want kids, but most of them do. And I think like, are you making the best choice for those children down the line? If you have no control over the finances that are coming into your household, probably not. And I think like that's where women have made the mistake in the past when we were at home looking after the kids, it was lovely, but actually we had no control over what those kids, what house they lived in, what school they went to, what area they lived in. And now we have the opportunity to do that. And we're sort of like, oh, do you know what? Well, actually we don't want that now. We just want the men to go out and earn, but we also want to have a good time and we want to go and get our nails done. And it's like, where are the, where's your sacrifice then? Because somewhere along the line, your man's sacrificing his life to work. And what are you sacrificing? Mm. I don't know. Um, so, and and also just like, if anything happened between you and the partner, if if there was something wrong with him or um, between you two, 
between him and the children, whatever, you want to be able to flee that environment. And I don't think you can when you don't have ownership or independence. I've, my mum, like, we, we went to many situations and, like, went to many different places and moved, but we were always able to because she was always in control of her home and the money that came in. And we might not live the best life in the whole entire world, but at least I was as safe as I could be. And I think, like, that's really important as well to not feel like stuck and not not have any mm. freedom it was interesting because she was like oh well i'd want to earn 100k and then it was like let I've go of i oh no really i'm gonna quick. yeah i was a bit confused by that because i was i thought is she saying that he needs to earn at least 100k or she was talking about herself because then he went like what we're we talking thousands m's billions and she was like 100k and i wasn't sure she meant i'm gonna make 100k or she meant he needs to make at least 100k right okay. i took it as he needs to make at least 100k yeah. She's saying what she's trying to earn. Hey, beautiful. Fair enough. I'm going to marry rich because I'm going to be six figures. So I want someone else six figures. I get that. And I definitely don't want people to, to conflate either the difference between the aspiration to become a mother, to become a, 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 a stay-at-home mother or become a family. That aspiration is, to me, is an aspiration to a role. So I want to be, become a mother. I want to have children. And I think that's beautiful. The aspiration to I want to marry a rich man that's where my issue is because you're sort of creating this this goal that's based around somebody else apart from you and don't get wrong yeah you can't well make a there's baby so many factors but, in that one thing as well like being right, a mom exactly. it's like i could live anywhere i could like be like that anyone could be the dad yes like, i just want to be able to have children which again to be fair like if you're like i i did that but i think like there's a big I would almost say try and stray away from that a little bit. Like it's lo- it's a lovely idea, but having gone through it and then firstly, there's a possibility that not everyone can have children. So it weighs quite heavily. One of the main reasons why I got pregnant young was because I was genuinely worried in case I wasn't able to have kids. But number two, I think like it relies now so much on you enjoying that space and you mm. almost feel guilt because you're like, well, my whole life, this is what I've wanted and now I've done it. And for some reason, it's not hitting that mark that I wanted it to hit. Right. I don't think there is anything like anything more that brings me happiness. But I do think that like my life being rested upon that one entire role and then being like, am I the perfect mom? And, and what you see and what you're surrounded by is like, I found that difficult not to get pressure. out of that mind frame. I think it is easier to be like, oh, okay, like personally professionally and have quite a few things in different boxes where you're like oh, okay well the mum part it wasn't didn't go as well as I want but the professional part my education part whatever like something then you know is going to do well whereas when it all relies on your personal life it's like oh okay you ignore what's going on professionally you ignore what's going on in your education because everything is that so for me when someone's like oh I'm going to marry rich if you say what you're going to do it's like so now everything mm. involves you meeting something wealthy you could do really well in your GCSEs in your A levels you could equally ignore them because they don't mean anything to you and then you could turn around at 35 and be like I still haven't met anyone rich and I've achieved nothing mm. because I haven't got that wealthy man and it's like you need to have those pockets of different aspects of your life to go oh okay well actually I want to do this professionally and then you can also say like I want to uh, like meeting a wealthy man regardless of looks regardless of what he does as a job regardless of him being around 
like I want to like the wealth is the most important thing for me fine but I think like be be wary of making all of your life choices professional personal about someone that you don't have control over that they don't have control over their wealth all the time people lose money people lose businesses like that's life so be hesitant to make a decision on just that one thing mm. yeah i get where you're coming from I, I think those roles in themselves are can can be beautiful and like you say as long as you like stack your aspirations even if that means like well, I want to be a parent, but I also I'm going to join this, I don't know, this competitive sport and build up myself in sport. I'm going to mm. I'm going to stretch myself in this fitness industry. I'm going to start a little side hustle. It's not going to make me loads, but it's my little project. But I agree there needs to be something for you, for your fulfillment. I think it's so important not to put your fulfillment second to these other roles that we've created as uh, for ourselves, especially if that role is dependent on someone else making money and you just being along for the ride. I promise you, you'd be so much more happy if you're part of the entire journey or part of a substantial part of that journey. Like, it used to make me how People, when, it, when um, things started to go well and people started to be like, oh, wow, you're doing quite well. And I started posting up, like, pictures of our wedding and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, your wife's gorgeous. She's with you for the money, isn't it? And I, I find it so funny. Is your wife a gold against you for the money? And I'm like, no, she's been with me when it wasn't going well. She's been with me to help build and see the whole thing happen together. And I respect that so much more. I find there's zero resentment because it's something that we've managed to do together. Even in times where you've stepped out and you've gone and built career elsewise, but still been a sounding board, still been there to like bounce ideas off. Like to me, that's, that's a whole nother level to anything else that other partners can offer. Do you know what I mean? And to have that element taken away, I don't know what it leaves if you're fully successful, all completely by yourselves, and now someone else comes along to join you on the ride. I think it's, it's very different. And I just want you all to, especially while you're, you're young and you've got your whole life ahead of you, create a goal, create a future that, that allows you to be fully fulfilled, that allows you to be proud of yourself. And it allows you to be an equal partner in whatever relationship you go into moving forward. That's all I want, the TikTok. That's all I want from you. But you say the TikTok. I don't think TikTok is the issue. Well, it is no, a contributor, no, it's, but it's, it's not the It's just a voice, right? Yeah, but this is not new. If we look at, let's just go something really simple, like the movies that we watched as young girls, Cinderella. Mm. What was the whole point of Cinderella? She meets a prince. Mm. takes her from being poor he's rich gives <laughs> her this like amazing life and every fairy tale involves a prince other mm. than like i think two or three bar shrek shrek was the only yeah, OG. Fair. he was like listen not, i got a swamp like, babes yeah i think shrek <laughs> is a very different kind of movie <laughs> <laughs> but like even from the age of like four yeah we were watching this idea that you need a man to come into your life mm. and save you in whatever way and a lot of times it was a prince who was rich and the princess was a normal girl from a village you know the typical fairy tale yeah so ugly sisters. yeah it started there and the arguably though cinderella wasn't out drunk with our friends <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean i don't know what, i don't know what cinderella does Rapunzel in her spare was up time, there reading books educating but, ourselves and that yeah but true. yeah like even from then that was like probably one of the first things we were introduced which had this ideology mm. 
And also the princesses were always the pretty ones. So already they're telling you, you need to be beautiful to get a rich man. And that's the exchange. Men, rich men tend to go for younger, beautiful women because they understand those women want them for their money. They don't want a respect, respectable relationships in most cases if you're going for a sugar baby. You want a trophy wife. You want bragging rights or you want intimacy, whatever it is. So like I was saying before, where it's not an equal exchange, it's not. But in most cases, they are getting something out of it, but it's not... There it's is not, an exchange. It's not, yeah, it's, it's an exchange, but it's not respectful. It's not the fairy tale that you've been fed as a child mm. and then seen kind of backed by all of these people on social media saying how brilliant it is to live that lifestyle. It's not. You have to hit certain targets, yeah. behave a certain way, do certain things yeah. in order to be rewarded with the money in the relationship. And that's that's what it is. So I wouldn't say it's all TikTok, but TikTok is very much. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a. It's given a, a platform yeah, for these a magnifying people. glass to society, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. trends are so easy to create. Like with the whole sugar baby trend, that blew up pretty much overnight. Where there were women who were in these lifestyles saying how fantastic it is and how easy it is to be a sugar baby and go on this. Oh web, my gosh! Go yeah, on yeah, this yeah. Website I'll teach you like, how to do it. Literally to the point where you're pretty much selling courses on how to be a sugar baby, but not mentioning the fact that your safety is always at risk, like your health is at risk, everything is at risk for yeah. the sake of maybe getting two thousand pounds. <laughs> right, right. After a date. Yeah. It's it's just very silly. Yeah, and it's not. I get what you mean. It's not old because yeah, thinking back to being at school, like I'm married footballer, I'm married again, yeah. someone of status with money. Yeah, I just I I just wish for you all to be happy, fulfilled, and find purpose. And sometimes purpose is in children, and I understand that. And sometimes purpose is in careers. Sometimes purpose is in personal development. Just don't allow your search for purpose to be someone else external. And someone who's already sorted themselves out and they're 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 straight. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of building together and growing together and working together. And hey, there came a point where Eliza was going to do a stay-at-home mom thing. I was going to do the work thing, and like that was beautiful, fine, because we built to this point. She tried it for a little while, did not like it, <laughs> went back on, started doing her work, and beautiful. She's a great mom when she's home and when she's at work, she's doing her thing. Cool. Um, and I think you need to give yourself that freedom to make the choice yourself and have that flexibility. Don't give someone that much power over your life. And don't aim to do that when you're young. <laughs> yeah. Do you? And I would say, like, there's nothing wrong with having, like, a preference. Like, for example, yeah. I would prefer if my partner can drive. I can't drive, mm-hmm. but it's just a preference. I've had a partner who doesn't drive. Yeah. And it's not the case where it's like, you don't drive, ill. Right. It's just like, okay, my preference is that you do. Yeah. But if you don't. It kind of just is what it is. I don't either. So I'm yeah. not going to turn my nose up at you. Yeah, that's the thing. Preference, I understand. But fully, like, you, if yeah, you don't tip, you ain't making this much, you ain't got this, forget about it. Not even entertain a conversation. That's yeah. like, whoa, calm, it's calm down. Realistic. What about their character, their values? What about what they can bring to the table emotionally? What about their plan? Maybe, I know certain people go broke for a while deliberately. Yeah. So that they can build their business. All the money's in the business. There's money, but it's in that business and you won't be able to see it. So yeah, build yourself. Set your set your standards, of course, but make sure you're also growing yourself in the process. And I think you'll be absolutely good. Um, got a guest now. Yeah, we've got a little guest. Say hello. Say hello. She's looking around like, say hello to who? <laughs> you guys are in this room talking to yourself. Say hello. 
Fair enough. I've just put her on the screen. She's like, nope. But yeah, listen, thank you very much for tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world. You chose to chill with the Aim A Little Higher podcast where all we would like you to do is put your aspirations first, create some goals, create some targets and go and make it happen. Freestyle Friday is coming up in a few days. Get your questions over to us on Instagrizzle. Other than that, thank you for your time. I have been Kamal. We've been joined by Eliza and as always, the co-host Storm, who's behind <laughs> behind Alicia on the camera. <laughs> Thank you very much. Wishing you all the best. Go out and set yourself some goals. Raise your aspirations. Make something of yourself and then you can demand high quality, high productivity, high achieving people because you are one yourself. <laughs> Have a good one, people.